Welcome again uh, to the podcast for Alliance Voice Ministries. This is Richard Spangler, and this is part seven of the Constitution of the Kingdom, Article 5, and it's called Judge. Because we know in Matthew 7, 1 through 6, Jesus talks about, in the, in the Sermon on the Mount, he talks about, do not judge and criticize and condemn others. I'm reading from the Amplified. Unfairly, with an attitude of self-righteousness or superiority, as though assuming the office of judge. So you will not be judged. For as you hypocritically judge others, you are you are sinful and unrepentant. So you will be judged in according to in accordance to the standard that you measured, used to pass out judgment. Judgment will be measured to you. Why do you look at a significant an insignificant speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the enormous log that's in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your your eye when there's a log in your eye? You hypocrite, you play actor defender, first get the log out of your eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give that which is holy to dogs, and do not throw your pearls before swine, for they will trample them under feet and turn them and tear you to pieces. A very interesting teaching on on judging and judgmental, and we find ourselves doing that every day. Um, that's one of the biggest problems in our nation is people assuming things about people and judging them. Sometimes it's by the color of their skin. Sometimes it's by the way they act, and we do not know the heart of the person. But when we judge someone, we are judging ourselves because we are all the same, um, according to... Roger Highfield, in, uh, in, uh, one of the great scientists of our time, DNA provides a unique set of instructions that builds you. However, all human beings are 99.9%, get that, 99.9% identical, and of that tiny one-tenth of a percent difference, 94% of that one-tenth dif- of a percent difference is the, brings the variation among individuals from the same population and only six-tenths between individuals from different populations. What he is saying and what they have, the science has found is that all human beings are created the same. There's only one-tenth of a percent that makes the difference, makes you bald, makes your hair color black, brown, or green, whatever, you know, not green, but black or brown or blonde. It also uh, has a, determines your skin color, your height. All those things are wrapped up in that one-tenth of a percent difference. So when you're condemning somebody, when you're judging someone because of their skin color or because of their the way they look, you are, in effect, judging yourself. And you're, you're stepping into a place that God did not intend for us to be. God is judge overall. We're supposed to love each other. We're supposed to be in communion with each other. Now, don't con- that's not saying that we condone sin. No, we don't condone sin. But we, we pray for the person who is in sin because we're all in sin. We have all messed up. We have all made errors in our judgment. An example of this was given by Jesus and the Word at, at the time when they were a few cha- in Luke 9. 51 through 56, and as they came to, they were on their way to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers before them, and as they returned, as they entered the village of the Samaritans to prepare for him, they didn't, the Samaritans did not receive him, because he was going to Jerusalem. Issues. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, 
Do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? But he turned to them and rebuked them and said, You you do not know what matter of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they moved on to another village. That is a powerful statement. The disciples were offended because these were Samaritans. Not because they turned away Jewish travelers. Not because anything they had done wrong or the fact that Jews had treated Samaritans similarly in time, but there was a hatred between the Samaritans and the Jews. They didn't, they didn't associate. They didn't agree. But, and Jesus knew this. It was, it was a cultural thing. And yet here's the disciples saying, why don't you just call, what can we call fire down on them and destroy them like Elijah did? The fact is, Elijah didn't, he built a altar and the fire came down and consumed the, the sacrifice and the altar. They weren't even thinking clearly on this, but they were so they were misinterpreting the scriptures that that fire that fell was to bring repentance, and it did bring repentance to the nation. So here we are looking at the disciples at a time where Jesus has already spoken the Sermon on the Mount and says, do, "Judge, don't be judged. Do not judge." Or you will be judged in like manner. So uh, what would it be like to have, uh, you know, if we didn't judge each other at a first glance or looked at someone because their hair is blonde and say, oh, dumb blonde. You know, it's the same thing as saying black people are stupid. It's not true. It's not true that all white people are racist. There are small percentages in each population who are racist. There are, there are small percentages of people who hate just because they desire to hate. All those people need to be prayed for. They need to be delivered. The examples I've given, given of this is a tremendous examples. We had people, we've had people all through history that have hated another race just because they look differently, just because they're of a different color. And God said we judge them instantaneously. In the Middle Ages, Jews were considered, um, they were the, pres- the, the, the prejudice towards Jews was horrendous because they were seen as the ones who murdered Jesus. And we know uh, you don't put that on this generation. You love this generation. We still love those who have chosen a lifestyle that we don't agree with. We still pray for them. Love conquers all. Love defeats evil. But if you're judging someone, if you're judging them by the way they look or by the way they act, you're wrong. You don't know their heart. You don't know the pain they've been through. They don't know your pain that you've been through. They don't understand clearly what you are saying either. So therefore, we need to be aware of this and stop judging each other. Look at each other and love each other the way God loves us. And pray for them to repent. Tell them that God loves them. God wants them to be with him in his kingdom. God wants to share his life with them, his eternal life with them, his eternal power with them. It's amazing what God wants to do for each person on this planet. The roughly 4 billion plus people on this planet. God wants every one of them to know him and to love him. But due to our prejudices, we keep the walls up. We keep the walls up. We keep up religious walls. We keep up cultural walls. 
We keep up, we keep up traditional walls. All those things are judging someone else based upon an outward, not upon the heart. And that's where God says he does the judging. He judges the hearts of men. So when you're when you're talking to some, when you see someone on the street, don't look at them and say, "Oh, I can't talk to that person because they're the wrong race, or they're the wrong color, or they're the wrong type of person, or they're the wrong religion." No, love them, share God's love with them, and move on. Don't judge them. That's for God to do. And He says, "Don't don't cast your swine." Your pearls before before the dogs. Don't throw things. Don't throw things that are holy to the dogs, and throw pearls before pigs. People who don't know the Lord, who are not saved, who are not regenerated, cannot understand the deep spiritual things. So don't get in a debate with them about spiritual matters. About is God good or is God all powerful or is there a God? Just know, share the love of God with them. And move on. Don't get in debates with people over theology who don't know God, who don't who who don't know theology. You're casting your pearls before swine. You're putting you're putting yourself in a position to be attacked. Those things that are holy, like sharing with someone experiences of the Holy Spirit in your life who doesn't know God. Don't do that. Share what God gives you to give. Let the Holy Spirit flow through you. Don't try and uh, present yourself as holier than thou or self. Or up, this goes up to the top portion about being about being more righteous than they are. There is none righteous except Christ. He paid the ultimate price. He's the one that judges, and he says clearly that he has come to give life, not to destroy life. He has come. To set people free, he's come to save them. He came to. He told the disciples, "I've come for everybody. I've come to the Jews and the Samaritans and the Gentiles." He was. He wanted everyone to be saved. That is the heart of God, that everyone would be saved. And when you say, you know, I wish they'd all burn in hell. That's judgment, and that's putting judgment on yourself. I've heard that so many times. Oh, I wish God would kill them. God would wipe them out and start over. If God wiped them out, he'd have to wipe you out. Because your heart's not right. That's a sinful thought from the enemy. When we look at a person of a different political party and say, they're evil because they don't think the same way I do, or they don't agree with me, that's evil. That's judgment. Or you look at somebody who has a, a different doctrine on the second coming of Christ, and you say they don't know God at all because they don't know the second. They don't know what I believe in the second coming. Well, I've got news for you: nobody knows the time or the hour. Jesus said, "We do not know when it's going to happen. Only the Father, when He is ready, He will say go, and that Jesus will come." So we have, we have, we, and we get in debates over this. We fought wars over it. We've hated each other in the church. And we need to stop that. We need to stop. We need to love one another. And by our love, by God's love throwing, flowing through us, will we win the world? Will we win? Will we bring people into salvation? He says, not by judging them, by loving them. So we need to love each other. And we need to look at that person 
who may be angry, who may be upset, who may have hate in his heart or her heart. And we need to say, what happened? How can I pray for you? How can I help you be set free? And if they, if they don't want to be free right now, just tell them God loves them. We're praying for them and move on. Don't stand there and debate and argue. That's casting your pearls before swine. That's still putting the holy thing in a dog's mouth. Not that's a terminology that we don't we we don't talk about much anymore. But we don't need to share things the the deep things of God with people who will not understand them. But when God says do something, when God says pray for that person, and they agree for prayer, and you pray for them, and God does something, all of a sudden they're open to what God is doing. They are open to hear from the Lord. God says his, his, very simply, his word will not return void. The one thing I like to say is God's, and I've heard this uh, from several uh, men of God and women of God, that when you speak God's word out of your mouth. It's as powerful as if it was spoken out of God's mouth. It's just as powerful as if it was spoken directly from God's mouth. Because it is being spoken from God's mouth through your mouth. When you say something in the spirit, it's the same thing. You are proclaiming the word of God. You are proclaiming the rhema or the logos. You are proclaiming it and it has just as much power in your mouth as it does in God's mouth. So our choice is clear. Do we love or do we judge? The time for judging, we have seen that in this nation and what it's doing. It's ripping us apart. It's a time for forgiveness. It is a time for love. It is not a time to judge. That judgment will come when God returns to the earth and he will judge all of the wicked and the dead. Another point I'd like to bring out is when you say, oh, I want Jesus to come back so today. I want it to be over now. When you use the excuse of even of saying, even so, come Lord quickly, Lord Jesus. When you're saying that, think about the number of people that don't know the Lord right now, today, this very moment. That would be, conter- be, con- be condemned because of their sin to an eternity without God. Think of God's heart breaking for each one of those individuals. For each child, for each man, for each woman. They're his children. And you're saying, I want Jesus to come back so I can go to a happy life and be in a happy place and not worry about And the whole world can, can be judged. You're being, that's selfish. That's playing out what it is. That's being selfish. That's looking for your own eternal comfort and your own eternal reward right now. Just as much as the prodigal son said, give me my reward now. I want to have it all. And then and then you had the, the, the older son saying, well, he went out and did all this stuff wrong. The same principle. There's the same judgmental attitude and the chain and the judgments that are there. But we need to stop that. We need to expect Jesus to come back at any time. And it should spur us to love more. It should spur us to tell more about God's love in a way that is not judging them. And if you know somebody who's caught up in sin, pray for them. 
Pray that God will break through in their lives. Pray for that neighbor down the street who's angry and mean and nasty. Pray for that uh, person who's trapped and wrapped up in, in any number of sins that we consider too horrible to pray for. No, they're not too horrible to pray for that person. You pray for them to repent. You pray for them to come to know the Lord. You pray for them that God will move on their heart. You don't judge them. You love them. That's what this whole section is saying. And it's hard to do because our tendency as human beings is to judge someone. There is a discerning of spirits that tells you what type of spirit you're dealing with. And that's different. You're not judging the person. The Holy Spirit's letting you know, oh, that's the spirit of that person. Or it's a demonic spirit. Or it's me. That's what you want to know. But you don't need to get into judgment on that either. Because the person who is just angry and bitter, you don't know their heart. That's them. A person that's being uh, influenced by a demon or being influenced by or maybe possessed by a demon needs prayer. Needs our prayer. Need our, needs our love and compassion to break through because love conquers. God's love conquers evil and it's never lost a battle. So. We've talked about this. I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. Of judging someone that we don't even know. And saying things of condemnation and judgment about races of people. And about nations and countries. And about individuals that we don't know. And we need to all repent of it. We need to ask for God's love to flow into it. That we might be like Jesus. That we have come to save them. To save men's life, as he said in Luke 9, verse 56, that he has come not to destroy, but to save. We are in the earth not to destroy, but to save. Judgment destroys. Love saves. That's point blank. So, ask God to help you not to be judge. Because when you become judge, you have a tendency to become judge, prosecutor, and executor all in the same breath. And that does more harm than good. It's done harm over the generations to keep us from sharing the gospel in an effective way. And it has closed many a person's mind because the person who is there, not, not doing it out of love, but doing it out of judgment. And that creates a, a wall or a block in that person's life that keeps them from God. How would you like to stand before the Lord and the Lord would say, okay, this person here, you, instead of loving them, you judged them. You built a wall in their life and they, could, and they couldn't see me because of you. That would be a horrible day. But I'll leave you with this thought. Love, not judge. Love, not judge. That's what Jesus is saying. Love, not judge. Speak life, not death. Be as Jesus come. Be as one who comes to give life and to save. And when we do that, we will have a tremendous move of God, not only in the church, but around the world, a global great awakening. As we, the church, understand not to judge but to love and to pray for the sinner, to pray for them that don't know God, to repent. They're all God's, we're all God's children. He creates us all. 
and it is our decision whether the rich or poor, wealthy or, uh, or, or white or black, brown or brown or brown or yellow. They're all we are all God's children, and God wants every one of us to be in relationship with Him, and we should love every person and not judge. Let me pray for you. Father God, we come before you right now. Lord, we ask that you move mightily. Help us to repent of judgment, God. Lord, help us not to judge anyone on the basis of their outward appearance or on their actions, God. But Lord, let us discern the Holy Spirit and how to help that person, how to love that person. God, this is your this is what you came to the earth for. You stated that you came to save men, not to destroy them. And Lord God, help us be ones with your love, your passion flowing through us. Your passion flowing through us that we would reach out in love and save many. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you for this time. I would like to recommend to you my my books on Amazon.com. The newest one is The Covenants and the Fire. It's talking about God's passion and love through the ages. And then my first book, uh, Adventures in the Spirit, A Series of Prophetic Visions, is a walk in the spirit realm. And I hope you will pick both these up on Amazon.com. Again, this is Richard Spangler uh, thanking you and saying, God bless you for your time. God bless you today. And remember... Love, love, love. Don't judge, love. God bless you until we meet again. Bye-bye.